Welcome to the Weekly Wrap. Each week, the four of us go over music, sports, and news you may have missed. Joined by Jonathan, Theodore, Miles, and Sophia. This is the Weekly Wrap. to another failed uh, intro by the Weekly Wrap here. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And, and we're joined oh, by the one Andrew Howison. Yes. Sophia, From not... Behind the, bill, or behind the screen. Not to be a pessimist, but don't include that intro in any awards we want to enter. Alright, alright. I see you there, but come on. It wasn't that bad. We've had worse, I think is the best way to put it. Have you? Maybe. You weren't here. No. Oh, this, we've definitely uh, had worse. A bit of Andrew magic helps us out a bit. <laughs> Andrew's been here a couple times on the Weekly Wrap, and that one specific show he was on got nominated for an Intercollegiate Broadcasting System Award. So we, as a show, have been nominated for two different awards, Best Talk Program and Best Morning Show. Woo woo! Yeah, only Cam Edge is Best Morning Show. Sorry to the Tuesday Morning Show, Breakfast on the Bridge, and the First Period Crew, but we are just simply better. Well, Breakfast on the Bridge could enter. Yeah, and we're actually going to They will, though. They will. Yeah, Yeah, they definitely will. (laughs) It's going to be funny to hear that, but... We're going to start this off a little bit differently than we usually do. We have this thing. It's called, let's just call this a question of the day. Ooh. So we got five people here on the show today, which gives us a decent, a decent a bit of leeway here where you guys get to decide which one of us would stand the longest in the wilderness. Like which one of us would survive the longest and give us a quick point why. Just for the longest or longest like it's the time period? Longest or the best, like most efficiently, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah, so like they'll actually like have a good chance of surviving. Exactly. Okay. Um, I would just place my bet on Miles, honestly, because he's very athletic. He does a lot of sports, so I would say Miles is a fair pick. True, true. All right, Miles, what's your thing to back up there? Uh, I don't know if I agree. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's not promising. <laughs> I'd probably go with Theo or something. He would. He'd find a way to like program some microphones out there and get to civilization. <laughs> and give us some uh, ADHD the enough. bridge live from, oh, the, absolutely. <laughs> from the wilderness. Stranded Island. Yep. That seems like a Theo thing to do. And I'm going to put my money on Miles as well. Just because, Miles, you were doing track and field, right? Yes. Yeah. And cross country. And cross country. So he's got that athletic ability. And, and that stamina. That's what you really you need. Go. When yeah. everything is, is yeah. going bad, you need to have that. Well, I guess he doesn't have a good mindset. He said he doesn't think he would do a good job. But he has that stamina to do well if he really wants to do well. True, you do kind of need that positive bit in there. And Andrew, who do you think it's going to (sighs) be? Is it bad if I say myself? Not not at all. Uh, Give us a reason. You know, I think that I have a good uh, mental... um, Like, I'm, I'm usually in a good mental state, and I think more so than your surroundings if you lose it in your head you've lost it and i think i'll be able to stay positive that's good that's, that's good. i think i think i could awesome. stay happy and the rest will just come as long as i'm you know i can take on a tiger if i think i can that's actually or nice i will nice. die trying i think therefore i am yeah yes. so what about you miles Miles already uh, gone. You already went? It's yeah. me now. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, anybody... did you forget about me? What do yes. you think, Theo? I'm probably going to say Sophia. Ooh. Me now. All right. I want to hear it. Your attitude, you basically take zero uh, beeswax from anybody else. That's fair. That's also because fair I'm enough. tired and I woke up at five this morning. Fair so. enough. 
Well, she won't need to if she's stranded in the... True. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's going to take no yeah. beeswax. Anyone or anything else. All right, all right. She's going to take no beeswax from the animals, huh? When okay. that starvation comes for her, she's just going to whack it in the face, you know? Yeah. She's, right. she's not going like to whack it in the face. <laughs> Smash so, uh, starvation. Yeah, I'm just going to slap this idea that's just completely unconscious in the face. Uh-huh. All right, mm-hmm. I, I got that down. So... We're back here on the Weekly Wrap, like I said. Got five lovely members here, one of which has a very fun thing to talk about that he's always talking about. Theo Freeman, can you take us away with some usual Billboard Hot 100 music? Awesome. It's changed a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, over spring break, uh, the what, over over spring break, the charts have changed a lot. So I'm going to go on a uh, quick rundown of the top 50 this time, and, I'm, and if there wow. are any notable debuts, I'm going to go outside the top 50, I'm going to go tell you about them. So, starting off with our top 10, we have a brand new debut all the way up at number one, First Class by Jack Harlow. This knocks down the previous debut at number one, as it was, by Harry Styles, currently at number two. Heat Waves by Glass Animals is currently still slipping to number three, as is Big Energy by Lotto down to number four. Enemy by Imagine Dragons and J.I.D. stays stable at number five, as is Woman by Doja Cat at number eight. Stay by the Kid Leroy and Super Venom with Kodak Black are currently also slipping uh, to number six and seven, respectively. Stay even more so because it was at number four recently. Ghost by Justin Bieber is currently falling because the radio is rotating it out of rotation in number nine. And that's what I want by Lil Nas X is uh, staying stable at number ten. Uh, most of the top ten and the top fifty, for that matter, is currently dropping out. Like for example, uh. Uh, Light Switch by Charlie Puth, uh, even though it's been on the uh, charts for 12 weeks, is currently f- steadily falling. It was 31 last week, now it's 43. And You Write by Doja Cat uh, is currently slipping from 32 to 37. Some gains include Wasted on You by Morgan Wallen from 42 to 36, and AA by Walker Hayes, ugh, from 35 to 32. <laughs> Alright. Uh, some notable debuts in the top 50 include a pair of two de- Little Baby singles, In a Minute and Ride On, back-to-back in numbers 14 and 13, respectively, and and our number one debut, First Class by Jack Harlow. Uh, looking for some other notable debuts outside of the top 50, uh, we have London by BIA featuring J. Cole at number 62, and, uh, and Psycho Freak by Camila Cabello featuring Willow at number 75. Yeah, so Theo, you're a billboard guy here. But I'm going to take it away a bit here with Spotify and Jonathan. So you mentioned As It Was by Harry Styles. It's at number two on Billboard. Number two Billboard, number one Spotify. Take a wild guess, you guys in the other studio, how many streams it has daily. What Uh, song? uh, As It Was by Harry Styles. Nine million. All right. Um... I'm pretty going. I'm pretty sure it's going to. I'm going to say 25 million. 25 million in a day. Yes. All right, that's fair. One. One, one stream. <laughs> All right. I, I love Miles' positive or just one mindset. Miles' positive mindset is just off the charts now, especially the Spotify charts. But as it was by Harry Styles, is already at nine million six hundred thousand streams today. It is uh, number one in the top two hundred on Spotify. With Jack Harlow behind it. Hey, I was coaching so, the video. That was a couple days ago anyway, but still just seeing all that energy from it's it. It's just... definitely over 150 million streams. I don't know the exact number, but I'll check it right now. It's... Um, well, actually, I want, I want you guys to guess. How many streams does Harry's new song have in total? It's how been out it for been out? Uh, three weeks. Three weeks now, about 9 million per day. A lot. <laughs> I'd probably say... 200 over, million. Over a billion. A billion. It's not, it's not in the billions club. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. 300 million. Yeah, I'm going to go for 250-ish. 
Miles and Theo, what do you think? Uh, 275. 275? Um, 500. It is currently at 223 million oh, streams. Oh, so so pretty it's pretty, pretty yeah. close, pretty close. Um, but it is kind of insane, honestly, just how how much, how well it's done in the past three weeks. Songs mm-hmm. don't usually get that high up. Yeah, and Harry Styles, I like what he did there with that song. He put that little bit from his goddaughter saying, mm-hmm. Harry, I want to say goodnight to you, I think. It Harry, was. we want to say goodnight to you. We want to say goodnight to you. And then yeah. the song starts. We talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cold open. It's very, um, it's very detailed and intricate. Yeah, and I think Harry Styles definitely deserves that number one spot on Spotify. And also... So. If you notice how all the, sp- uh, the charts have been changing ra- rapidly, um, according to Google, the reason why songs come out in spring, and so many songs come out in spring, and that's why the billboards are changing, is because after the cold, dark season of winter, spring's promise of renewal and life is welcomed by all. Musical lyrics have always been reflected by this desire of mankind to look towards the new, fresh start that the season spring gives us. I love Google. It just gives us everything we need to I know. I know, right? It's so helpful. So, basically... With um, as, as it's warming up, more songs come out it's for more enjoyment during the uh, the warmer weather. Yeah, so we're gonna have some news stories coming up now. You guys get to choose: do you want some local news or some I don't know, interestingly funny but understandable news? Because we got some big local news here today. Up to you guys. Um, yeah, we can start with that. All right. So today, you guys might know that President Biden is currently in Seattle, or he has, is on his way to touchdown. So he's got a big old itinerary to hit today. He's going to be talking at some places, going to be meeting with some other people. And he's going to be out in Auburn today at Green River College. It's a community college out in Auburn. And he's going to be talking because they have a very good program, I believe, in nursing and a lot of climate-based things. So he's going to be talking about a lot of, I guess, climate because today is Earth Day. Do you, know, do you know something else about that college? What else? Our engineer John works there. He does. Oh, really? And he's gonna meet and he's gonna meet Joe Biden today. Actually, said our general manager Joe. Yeah, he just told me this morning wow. that John will be there. So we'll have a our chief engineer here at eight eight nine the bridge will be able to meet the president, which is super cool. That's really That's neat. Really cool. Awesome. One thing I gotta say though, if President Biden is gonna be going from SeaTac or some other private airport all the way to Auburn. Traffic is going to be crazy today. Awful. Because they have to shut, they shut down everything. No, yeah, worse it's a massive fleet. It's, it's going to be even worse because it's Boeing Field. Oh, they, he's touching he into in. Boeing, so that's going to make a difference, that's for sure. So get ready. We're going to have a lot of traffic up here today because President Biden is here in town talking to the one and only John Kasperk, our engineer. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for but that. But it won't be as bad as C-Lop. So anyone who's worried about True. that, it won't yeah. be as bad as Sea Lot. Sea Lot is our uh, is our student parking lot, so it is pretty it's bad crazy. towards the end of the day. Every one of them, yeah, one of those student parking lots. Yeah, I think um, all of the student parking lots are kind of crazy. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are kind of hectic, which is why I don't drive. That's fair. Yeah, Theo's our favorite public transpo type of guy, so today might be the day that you want to take public transpo. Yeah, at least when you're in that bigger area, because traffic mm-hmm. is going to be off the shelf. I think is the best way to put it. But speaking of which, um, I went to Washington D.C. over break. And I did manage to see Joe Biden's helicopter fly past a few, a few That's times. Cool. That's so nice. I saw him, didn't get a chance to meet him, even though I did go inside the White but House. But you did see But him. I, did, I did see All him. All right, Jonathan can officially be, you can officially say that he's seen Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> All right. You've seen the president, Mr. President. Yes, so, indeed. I think Theo's got a cute little story for us now about, completely on the opposite spectrum of things, about a little dog who is now the oldest dog in the world, I believe. Yes. So basically, um... So, there's this there's this dog in Florida, 
His name is Toby Keith, one word, named after the singer. And he's a chihuahua. How old is he? Um, 45. No chance. I would say like... <laughs> hey, those those little small dogs, they Actually, live forever, Jonathan. They don't, they yeah, don't need like, they're so small, the they just... Yeah. yeah. I, I think the oldest dog that I know of, at least, was like 27. I'll say like 32. Wait, I gotta clarify. Is this dog the oldest that's living right now? Oldest or the living. Old, oldest oh, living. Okay, I'm gonna so say 26. I'm gonna go 22. 21. Okay. So Sophia was closest. Uh, basically, uh, Toby Keith um, is a dog has been a, a re- has been a rescue from a uh, a uh, dog's home. Um, if you'll excuse me, I may or may not have just kicked out my headphones. So. <laughs> Still, Toby Heath, though, he's 21 years old. He can vote. He yeah. can vote. He, he, he's a dog who can vote. Yes, and he's older than all of us. Born in 2001. Wow. wow. Kind of crazy to think that there's a dog older than you. Yeah, my neighbors had a dachshund who died at the age of 21. This, this was a while ago. I think he was six months away from being the oldest dachshund ever. Really? So, wow. shout out to you. Captain Harley was his name. <laughs> And they have two other dachshunds now. One's named Copper and the other one's named Penny. So it's really cute. They're really oh, sweet. Oh, Copper and Penny. Copper and Penny. I know. It's amazing. Do you and know how old the oldest dog is? Like, of all time? Too old. Of all time. Too old. Yeah, I was going to say 27 or 29. I, wait, didn't we? No, no I th- thought this is Toby... the oldest dog living at the moment. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I would just say 24. Yeah. I'm not going to guess because I'm scared. <laughs> 29. Okay. 29? Right. What breed? Uh, what breed? Uh, the breed is an... Um, Australian, Australian cattle, cattle dog. Oh, that's that's understandable. Mm, Those things are up. insane. Yeah. For any yeah. my for any of my cat people out there, the oldest living cat is apparently thirty years old. So <gasps> that's I, I hate to one up you. Really feel, long. But... Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Quick little question here for the show: Are you guys dog people or cat people? Cat. Dog. Uh, cat. Even though I have two dogs. <laughs> Andrew, you dog person or cat person? So I have a dog and a cat. All right, that's fair. And. I love them both, um, but you know, oh, this is so hard because okay, I love the personalities of dogs yeah. more, but I think my cat loves me more. That's fair. So, That's fair. so I, I'm a dog person, but I think I like my cat more than my dog. All right, we want to. I, I don't like saying that though. That, 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 that that's right really like. What are you, Sophia? <laughs> so I have a dog who acts as if he's a cat trapped in a dog's body. So the thing is, I love cats more, but dogs. I love their energy. I, I think dogs are like they're they're more selfless. I love they, the cats. They like to give off. Um, I love the cats. Uh, just like attitudes. I like the yeah, attitude. Yeah. Cat, the cat cats attitude, have like a lot I love of. It. But then the dog's energy is just amazing. Yeah. Seriously, I my parents have promised me that they will get me a cat when I'm 25. It's been a thing since kindergarten. Like genuinely a thing since kindergarten. My dad said, "Hey, I will get you a cat, any cat you want, when you're 25." And I have held on to that for the I past. Mean, Cats aren't very expensive. I mean, yeah. why? Is it just yeah. more of a, like, a gift? Because they don't want to take care of it. It's oh, like, I see. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a time suck, I guess. We already have a dog. He's like, we will get you a cat when you're 25, when you're moved out. Hey, once you get go. a cat, they do live forever. Exactly. Like, most cats are, like, 15, 16, 17 mm-hmm. years wow. old. Yeah. Um, they get pretty old. So you got to, you know, if you get one, you're in them, you're with them for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. At least you don't have a bird. True. Theo, I've said this so many times. When is your bird going to come on to the weekly wrap? That is a very good question, and I haven't figured out the, out the logistics yet. Come on. We need to get Theo's bird. It can talk, right? Yes. And it has a British accent? Yes. It's Fred the bird, right? Fred. Right, I don't so believe that. 
It, I need to hear it to actually believe it, but Fred the Bird should be making a weekly rap cameo soon. Should so, be. Should be. <laughs> Even if it's like a pre-recorded clip. Theo, what's its favorite word? Um, a high-pitched, a high-pitched screech. Uh, a high-pitched screech. Uh, often imitating a door creaking. Oh, that's not a word that's though. Nice. Like, what's if? What, what's a word it's, that it's repeating? Yeah. Walkies. 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 Wow. Does that mean you're gonna walk it? No. Super oh. for walk? I have two dogs. Oh, oh, okay, that's fair. Do you ever? You should take your bird out on walks. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> do they have? Do they have bird leashes, Theo? I think so. They probably do. They probably I've do. Seen bird but harnesses. um, I doubt that a bird will survive a very long in the Pacific Northwest, um, if it's walking. So you may have to put it in a carrier. Mm. Has your dog ever tried to eat your bird? <laughs> I don't believe so, but if given the chance, they might. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's a fun way to end it on. But for <laughs> now, we're going to take a short break, listen to a couple songs here. We're going to be back with a lot of news. Uh, got a big old sports segment today because Mercer Island played Hazen yesterday in soccer. So we're going to go over a bit of that. And I guess we'll just be talking to you guys more here on 88 on the Bridge. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And. and- Andrew. And Andrew. So we'll be back here in a few minutes. Keep tuning in to the Weekly Wrap here on 88.9 The Bridge. Booyah. We are back here live on the Weekly Wrap. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And if you're here earlier, uh, Andrew Housen unfortunately got eaten by Theo's bird, Fred. So he will not be joining us for the other half of the show. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So great to always have Andrew on the show. But we're just going to jump right into here. We have a lot of stories coming up. we got a lot of sports as well. Mm-hmm. I think Jonathan's going to take us away soon with yes. a bit of Yes, so Sorry about recently that. a scientist has discovered a new species of millipede. Although he named the species after a celebrity. Can you guys guess which celebrity he named after? I'm not going to guess it because I know it. Yeah. But... Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> um, go y- um, what do um, you guys think? Who? Will. Here, hint, it's a singer. I'm going to say Harry. Harry Styles? I'm going to say Kanye. 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 All right. Well, actually, you guys are both wrong. This scientist is a, what is known as a quote-unquote Swifty and has named the, <laughs> uh, the species of millipede after Taylor Swift. So it is a newly discovered species, um, and according to a study published by um, – or no, and it was done in a study published by the journal Zookies – and it's called the Nari Nani. Well, I can't even pronounce this. Oh, look what you made me do! Nanari Swifte. Yeah, Nanari Swift. Swifte or Swift, or Swift Twisted Claw Millipede. Imagine so, having a millipede named after you. Like you get famous. Yeah, and, <laughs> expecting to get famous off of making music, being just an absolute icon. And then some random scientist who loves your music is like, I'm gonna name a millipede, millipede after, after you. you. Just like yeah. a brand new species. Yeah. Do um, you want a millipede named after you, Jonathan? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's a weird thing to have. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, there are also many, many other uh, animals named after uh, famous people, like the Bob Marley Parasite. Oh, that's a lovely wow. thing to be named after. The George Bush Beetle. Okay, that's not bad. The Beyonce Horsefly. <laughs> Beyonce Horsefly? Oh, that's violating. And the, um, let me just go on to the... Uh, Here, wait, wait. Let's, let's think of something. Uh, the Theodore Freeman Narwhal. How's about that? Or the Jonathan Agar, how would it, what, what's a good one? Yellow uh, parakeet. Yellow parakeet for Jonathan. Yes. Nice. I, I'm Just because cool your sweater that you're wearing today. Thank you. What, what, what would Miles be? Miles Avalez, mm. um, salmon. Salmon, sure, sure. why not? <laughs> uh, so, it's really just, okay, so Taylor Swift, 
Named after a millipede. So, yeah, the um, the lead study author is named Derek Hennon, and he's a self-proclaimed Swifty and wanted to honor the singer. How sweet. How sweet. Very nice. Uh, yeah, Barack Obama has a spider named after him. Oh, well. He does? Oh, that's fun. As someone who's arachnophobic, I would rather not have a spider named after me, but... <laughs> Sophia Ozano, Black Widow. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. Listen, if it's a Black Widow from Marvel, like Natasha Romanoff, I wouldn't mind That would be pretty it, cool, But uh, the actual sure. Black Widows, I'm all right. Yeah. The Black Widow, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Still just... Black Widows, I'm good. All right. Is that enough Taylor Swifty time? Yes. I would say so, yeah. Swifty, all right. Are you guys okay with me going on a quick little sports rant? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Theo was here last night when the Mercer Island Islanders varsity boys soccer team played the Hazen Highlanders. Yes, the Islanders versus the Highlanders. You heard that right. But it ended in a 0-0 draw, the first of Mercer Island and Hazen's season. And we kind of got caught off guard. I was broadcasting last night alongside Joe Schleifer, Gabe Gottesman, Ben Krieger, and Ethan Evans. So we had an amazing broadcast, but in the final 10 minutes, we didn't think there, there were going to be those final 10 minutes because they went to overtime, and we have never seen anything like it. Yeah. All right, so the referees had some interesting calls that game. That's the best way to put it, I think. And they decided to go into overtime. In the end, we were wrapping up a nice post game. Bam, we see the volunteer moms who run the scoreboard run up the stairs, get all excited, like, oh my gosh, we're doing overtime. They put it on five minutes on the clock, and us were on broadcasting, like, wait, wait a second, what's going on? And then there, we're jumping back into more soccer. Theo wow. on the board's like, wait a second, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. So. Like, I literally I, I literally just I literally just went through the talk back and said, hey, I didn't sign up for this. And we're just thinking, yeah, nobody did, Theo. It was, we ended up getting home around, like, maybe 10.30, 10.45 at night, just because, I don't know, the referees made an interesting decision. It wasn't even a tournament game. Yeah. So that was one thing. So, MIHS 0-0, Hayes, a nil-nil, if you will, double overtime. There were no PKs as well. No PKs. And on the other side, just like traveling across the bridge, Seattle Sounders uh, haven't had a very amazing MLS season. It's incredibly disappointing, I think is the best way to put it. They are 11th place, I think, well, ish. Not very good for a team who's won a lot of MLS Cups. Although not the years. worst ever. Uh, it's pretty worst ever. Is it? Is <laughs> it? it? It's, it's, I believe there's 14 places in oh, each conference. Oh, okay. Well, so <laughs> we've had better days, that's for sure. At least we're not Cincinnati. True. Cincinnati's doing better than us, though, this season. Fair enough. Yeah, they, they won the wooden spoon, is what we call it, if you have the least number of points in a single MLS season. So, one more thing to add. They've really just been dropping points because they have an insane game coming up. It's the CONCACAF Champions League Final versus Pumas, which is a Liga MX team back in Mexico. So, it's just... Wow. Liga MX have opened their tickets for their home leg. It's split into two legs, so each team can host it once. Sounders are working on selling out theirs. They've opened the 300s level of Lumen Field. That's how big it's going to be. Nice. And those really? are the only seats available. I'm kind of mad at my parents now. They said that I wasn't allowed to uh, go to that game, even though we were season ticket holders, and we had early access to get those seats. Well. So, oh well. But Pumas opened theirs for 15 minutes, and it sold out completely. Jeez. So that's over 60,000 seats. So these games are going to be interesting to see. So I'm going to get ready for some of that. On the other hand, the Seattle Sports Mariners are 7-6, and six, which is pretty good for the Seattle Mariners, I'll give you that. But they did lose the Rangers yesterday, I believe, 8-6, to six, but they did end 2-1 and one in that series. Then the NBA playoffs are happening right now, so some notable names. The Golden State Warriors are now 3-0 and up against the Nuggets. Celtics 2-0 and over the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, like Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant kind of Nets, so that's kind of impressive. And then I guess we'll just end this off on a Grizzlies, who are 2-1 and one Timberwolves. So I think that's enough sports for me today. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a bit much. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But we had a lot of sports news, all right? I didn't do spring break. Got to fit some of that in there. Absolutely. Yeah. And now Miles has a very off-topic from sports story about SpaceX. Yeah. So recently, SpaceX's Starlink warded off a Russian jamming attack in Ukraine. So for those who don't know, Starlink is a system of satellites that like goes across the globe and pretty much provides internet access in rural areas. Currently, there are over 1,460 in existence wow. with plans to have eventually over 30,000. And so, yeah, the SpaceX Falcon 9 delivers them. And the Starlink satellites arrived to Ukraine in February when the vice prime, vice prime minister of Ukraine asked for Elon Musk's help. And according to a Pentagon expert, Starlink has responded to the Russian internet jamming techniques faster than the military could have. Really? Yeah. That's insane. It's, yeah, like, it's <laughs> almost as if like billionaires are beginning to control the world. Uh-huh. As, like, we can, as we can already see, people like Elon Musk are flying up and just doing insane things, honestly. There we go. Now you get it. <laughs> you always hear comparisons with Elon Musk and Iron Man, and like he's literally getting involved in yeah. military conflicts. Mm-hmm. So is Elon Musk really the Iron Man of the 2020s? No. Next thing you know, he's going to make a, a <laughs> He's going to make an Iron Metal suit and have lasers coming out yep. of hands and everything. So it's going to be interesting to see within these next few years in terms of technology. We've got electric cars coming out all over the place. I think people are trying to design like a successful flying car, which I've heard a little bit about mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Okay, they've been trying since like the 50s, I swear. Yeah, they have, <laughs> but they're actually getting close this time. But they also probably said that in the 50s. So mm-hmm. I can't really say much about that. And then the radio station here, we are looking to maybe replace our phone coming up here. So the only way to contact us for a little while now is going to be by texting us at 206-275-9104. So I guess radio station just working on some of that technology. So yep. if you would like to uh, text us or let us know of any song recommendations or anything of that sort, text us. Yes. Yeah, so anytime. Kind of, we didn't really highlight this this much in the episode today, but today is Earth Day, so that's yeah. pretty cool. So, um, actually, I would like to give a few um, little um, pieces of advice to those who want to be more mindful about um, the environment. So, the most, the number one thing that you can do is manage what you eat. So that means eating eating less and reducing your food waste, and then also eating more plants and eating less meat overall. Yeah, just red because meat, yeah. I guess. Meat generally uh, contains a lot of water in it, and as we know, cows need a lot of water to uh, in order to grow really big and strong. So also, um, cow farts cause climate change. Yeah. And I refuse to elaborate further. That is, that is yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. Methane gases are causing climate change. So by not eating meat, you are not supporting that industry. So I would highly recommend if you would like to uh, support the movement in any way, which way or um, anything like that, try to be more plant based in the future and reduce your food waste. Yeah, and obviously do things like compost when. Compost, compostables, and recycle recyclables. Yeah, yeah, and that's for sure. So we had a special Earth Day presentation in one of our classes recently, and it was just kind of mentioning, hey, make sure you put these in these and this and mm-hmm. this and like, all that kind of stuff. Yep. How nowadays there's cahoot. a ton of uh, like plastics that are compostable, which is really cool. Yeah, and we had this cahoot happen, which I'm very proud to say I was the winner of my Islander Hour class. Trust but- no one. <laughs> Literally, so... We had, you could just see so many people getting it mixed up. Like, am I supposed to put this in the garbage? Am I supposed to put this in the compost? Mm-hmm. Does this go in the recycling? Like, does it mm-hmm. have that waxy coating on this thing? So really, just it was take, hard to know. Yeah. take yeah. those extra 
15 seconds to realize, hey, is this the best place to put mm-hmm. this? Because if you mess up one thing, that entire recycling bin could be contaminated and just goes to the trash. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so just just for your knowledge, if you if there's any like cardboard that's waxed, I know that a lot of um, food places, when, they, when you get takeout from them, they give you these cardboard containers. And they seem recyclable at first or compostable. However... Um, they're actually not because there's a wax lining on the inside. So, so just watch all just those Just be mindful things, yeah. about what you eat and how you dispose of your trash. Yeah, so just a quick little happy birthday here from the Weekly Wrap, your Friday morning show here on 88.9 The Bridge. We're going to wrap it up today. We'll be back next week, Friday mornings around 8, 8.15 a.m. I'm Sophia. Jonathan. Miles. And Theodore. And you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge.